And it was a much-needed win, especially in a game where they were leading by 13 at some point. And then last night's game was a pure representation of when you just don't have it. That's that's what's wrong with the New York Knickerbockers. It's how the Knicks have been playing. Like I said, second in points, second in field goal percentage against three points. You got to question yourself. And, and this game showed every aspect of it. For ISO, we have the, we, the, the bench scoring has, has, has disappeared. Boy, Nick Baca has, and I'll be, I'll be hosting around today. So Steve wants to, you know, he wants to lean back today. Um, he's a little tied up. And, you know, I have him duct taped to his, you know, this computer chair right now. It's the Knickerbocker Avenue Fan Forum on the Bleed Blue Show. Greetings, 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 ladies and gentlemen, Knickerbocker Avenue Fan Forum, Wednesday, 9 p.m. Talk some Knicks, get a little bit of NBA. We're in the thick of things when it comes to hoops. Pro, collegiately, got high school basketball, national uh, tournaments popping off this month. This is the golden area, the golden area of, the, of, of basketball on all levels, man. But, you know, this, this episode is primarily for our Knicks. Hoops at large. Got Dominic with us. Got Coach Chris with us. Uh, not exactly sure, Avid, to be quite honest with you, not to throw him under the bus. Well, when he joins in, he'll take over the lead. Um, you know what? You know, the Knicks, I haven't been so happy for a Knicks team, and probably even more than the, uh, the team, the 2012 team. I mean, I said it, I think I said it last week. There's been... I haven't think we had the Miami Heat numbers since the 90s, dude. And that that win on a Friday night, you know, I'm pretty sure, you know, a lot of Nick fans, that, that was the loudest I've heard Nick fans in a road arena all season. And probably in a long time. It, it, it is a long time since I've heard it like that, maybe when Nick fans used to go to New Jersey. You know, at Brendan Burn Arena, the Meadowlands, like when Nick fans, when you couldn't get a ticket at the Garden, you go to the Meadowlands, and that's how that's how that was treated. That's how it was in Miami on Friday. But that double overtime win in Boston, woo, man, you got to be feeling good as hell as a Nick fan. But I just, but then there's that game last night, and I know we could give it a, a pass, but. I don't know. That left a bad taste in my mouth. But Dominic, what's up? Coach Chris, what's up? Mr. Live, what's up? Let's just bring you guys one on at a time. Let's talk about it. We should be happy for the most part on what the hell happened. Oh, what's up, man? Say hello to the people. We'll come back to you, man. How you doing, bro? Good evening, Steven. Good evening, fellas. Hey, it's a, it's a great month, man. It was a great month. Oh, dude, I can't wait to hear from you. Because you know what happens, Dom? Like, I'm on Twitter, right? And you know how you open up uh-huh. the app? And it could tell, like, who's in the spaces. Like, they have these different spaces for who's having the conversation on different stuff. But a lot of my stuff is Nick's stuff. And it always says, Donardo DP is speaking in this space. I said, oh, I mean, I hope Dom ain't laying the hammer on those guys, man. <laughs> but, um, Donald, There's only come a back couple I do. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, Don. All right, go ahead, Steve. I'm go sorry. Ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, there's only a couple of guys I do it with now because one of them I do it with, they're, they're multifaceted, man. They do the Knicks, and now baseball season's in, they'll do baseball. So those are the guys I basically only chime in with now. Okay, 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 cool. All right, let's see. Is this you, Coach Chris, man? What's up, bro? How you doing? 
Yeah, everything is good on my end. I don't have much to complain about. I mean, I could sort of complain in here and there, but, you know, I'd rather keep that type of stuff to myself. All negative isn't all good. I'm ready yeah. to get to it. Oh, yeah, definitely. And then we're in a, like I said, we're in the thick of college basketball season. And, dude, I mean, I know it was a couple of years ago. You, you called Baylor, rightfully so, right? And then you did a whole 180 and push the chips all in for those frauds at Gonzaga. So I definitely got to get some thoughts on who's going to pull it out this year. I have no idea. I, I haven't had a clue who to pick because everybody's up and down in college. I'm right there with you, man. Uh, it's about four or five teams that I'm with right now. Yeah. We can talk about it uh, throughout the episode. Of course, Mr. Live, what's up, bro? Oh, man, I know you got to be happy what happened when the Knicks go to Miami, go to Boston, and pull two road wins. Live, man, I'd rather, man, even if we get the four seed live, I'd rather go on the road anyway. It's just something about the Knicks play better on the road. I don't know. But what's up, bro? How you doing? How's the ACV, too? Yeah, every, every, everything good, man. Um, you know, going through the the uh, restricted, uh, intermittent, uh, fasting situation, but um, and all of that started it around the well, well, was going through it while while the Knicks was doing very well. So you know, and we still mm-hmm. we we here, baby, we we here. So let's go, let's get this. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna do a little complaining though, man. You know, so oh oh, we, by all means, man. I, I I'm I got a little bit of taste in my mouth of, about that Hornet game. Don, Dominic didn't Ooh. like that. That was like that was like yeah. that was like hell no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I want to see if Dom was in the house. Dom should have been in the house without. Oh, no, no, that was it, right? That was it, right? Dom, Dom's here. Dom. Yeah, Dom, yeah, Dom, yeah, Dom yeah, said, yeah, yeah. Dom said, "Don't worry about it." Dom said, "Don't worry about it." No, no, nah, nah, yeah, in, in 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 that arena. Yeah, in that in that in that in that frame of mind. But it's still, I got some. It's some glaring situations. I'll point them out, and y'all y'all correct me if I'm wrong. Let's go. Okay, cool. We'll, we'll chop it up. We'll chop it up. Of course, the, the yes, infamous sir. one is here with us. I'll, I'll pass the lead back to the Kabaka Avenue, the the source for the streets for our New York. Avenue. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And apologies. Orange and the blues. Yes, it is. And, and, and we're and we're experiencing a light version of the blues. You know, with the wind streak coming to an end. But look. Um, I, I, and that did give me a bad taste in my mouth, but I will say this. I'm not mad about it. We, we, you know, who, who who said here that we were going to win them all? But, um, you know, it's a bad loss. Nonetheless, it, I, it sucks. Can I ask you a question but about it that? it is what it is. Real quick, before you sure. take the lead and lead this discussion tonight. Can, can I, why do I feel bad, Av? This is my therapy session. Why do I feel bad we lost to the fucking Hornets? How we beat the best team in the league to <laughs> come back to lose to a lottery team? Like, I think that makes sense, man. That don't make no damn sense. I think, I, I think what it is, is is that given the fact that the Knicks have been playing meaningful, exciting, and impactful mm-hmm. games this late into the season against yeah. the top-tier contenders in the NBA, for yeah. us to lose yeah. to the lowly Hornets, it, that's – that's like a like, like a like a like a swift kick in the left nut. Just the left one. The right one's perfectly fine. Yeah, and one more thing. It is because of the Boston game. Let's say, well, it's Miami too. 
Because I saw all the Knicks fans in Dominic Suite at the uh, Miami Dade Arena, Dom. And I saw they showing out in your suite on Friday, man. But it's the Sunday game for me, Ab. You went to Boston. Like, how, you know what? Somebody, I don't even know the answer. When was the last time we went to Boston and won multiple times in the season? I can't remember. I can't remember. Um, the the last time we probably have to, we have to go back to like 2012, maybe? 2013? Did like, we? Yeah. I don't know. You know, we during that year. During we went, that, we went during the, that 54 in the regular season? season? In the regular season, we won both think, the regular season games? I don't know. I got to look that up. I, 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 I just remember that we that we beat them three out of four that year, and then, of course, we played oh. them in the first round of the playoffs and eliminated and them. And we beat so, them. You know, yeah. Yeah, so, 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 that was, so, so there's your precedent. But aside from that, the last time we probably won in Boston, it has it, it it been a minute. Uh, and and not only that, but to win in like in such a fashion because it wasn't Without, like Boston wasn't fighting. Boston was fucking definitely fighting. Yeah, they, they were scavenging and, and clawing. But un, but unfortunately for us, you know what they had just did, you know just ran out of gas. I mean, two overtimes on a Sunday, um, you, you know, a national television is still gonna it, 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 it's just it's just still gonna do, it, especially when you have a team. Like the Knicks, who does get at you, who do pester you to death, and that is the one thing that I think every every single Knicks fan, every oh every Knicks fan over the age of twenty five or thirty, has been asking and begging and pleading for a team that shows a lot of effort on both sides of the ball, and you know, and show you that scrappiness and that grit, and you know, in those in those victories against Miami, against the the Boston Celtics. Um, and, 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 and you know, and, and in the other games, you saw that. You saw that the you know, like that grit from the old '90s Knicks. And I know that there's a lot of comparison to that, but they're far different because this team, I think, is a much more ex, you know, much more finesse driven and a much more different style of version of that of that team. But it still has like some of that spirit, like that grittiness and, that, and on the defense, and just the pesterness. Obviously, in the '90s, there was a lot more physicality that you can't get away with in, in today's NBA, but if you're a Knicks fan and you're over the age of 25, you know, up in the 30s, and you remember the 90s Knicks, you remember that the, that that team wasn't that talented and it wasn't that good. It was scrappy as hell and it was brutal. And you know, if they didn't beat you on beat you by points, they beat you with bruises. So the fact is that this team is a little bit better yeah. than that. Just. Just because of the, the amount of finesse, the amount of talent that we do have on this team, and how much, and, and how much um, each position is giving you, Mitchell Robinson, I owe that man an apology now, because since he's been back, this dude has been on point. I mean, I wish he would hit his free throws better, but aside from that, I have zero complaints about Mitchell Robinson, and that's some, that's saying something for me. Oh, let me say one thing quick because I want to actually hear from Dom. Coach Chris and live about that Boston sequence because I think Thibodeau gambled and got away with one because Al Horford is like <laughs> what he, he where he was early in his career never shoot threes to the point he's making them at a sixty percent clip in some games I was irate Thibodeau was gambling and leaving him wide open you know. Because they were doing the same thing, and it was no adjustments. He just happened to miss that three to help us win that game. You know what I'm saying? I, I want to get Donovan's thoughts on that. I, I know we won, but Horford should have. He could have made that, and that we could have a whole different conversation in that overtime. 
But, but, but real quick, I didn't like Steve, that. Real, I didn't like quick, the way Steve, they played defense re- on that. Go ahead. I'm going to leave it at that. Real quick, I mean, real quick Steve. But remember this. The Knicks had a foul to give, and they ran that play twice to, 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 to right. end the game. So the, right. fa- so, so the fact that, 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 that you're, like you said, Thibodeau did gamble, yes, but it's like he, he – it, it was almost like icing the kicker in a way, and you kind of iced Horford. Uh, I don't know about that one. I hear what you're saying as far as compared. But no, let, let, let the other guys fire away. I'm going to shut the hell up because I want to hear Dom's thoughts on that sequence and everything and, and, and Coach Christian live and how they saw it, especially that particular sequence, man, uh, how they missed it because I thought that was a terrible adjustment. But 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 even got, we got away with one. And sometimes you get lucky, right? So I guess I have anything else you'd like to say and go ahead and leave the discussion. I'll go back on mute. Go ahead, Dom. Fire away, my brother. All right. But to, to Steve's point, Steve, some, sometimes you got to look at it as, was it a bad adjustment on the coach or did Mitchell Robinson leave his back? Because we've all known in the past, guys, let's keep it real, keep it honest with Nick fans. Mitch is a great low post defender. He always gets eaten on the perimeter. Hoffert was 6 for 10 from downtown that night. We just got lucky. Whether it was the coach okay. or a missed assignment by Mitchell Robinson, we got lucky. He hit six Woo! out of ten. Tell it, and one of them that he missed, yeah, and one of them that he missed was that last one. So sometimes you get a break, sometimes you don't. But to my point of what I said this morning, Steve, when, when we were bound to lose, and I happened to watch, y'all know that, I watch the Hornets all the time. If you look at who the Hornets have beaten this year, kind of crazy. It is. They'll, they'll beat the Bucks, the, the Hawks, the Heat, and then they'll lose to Detroit and Houston. So they, they're, they're a crazy team. But then again, guys, you know what? I don't want to hear the Knicks were tired. They, they simply got outplayed. Rozier and uh, who was the other guy? Uh, Obrey. Obrey. They had 75 points, guys. So you could say the starters, the bench, whatever. These three dudes had 75 points. They had 75% of the points the Knicks put up as a team. So you, you're going to have that. But I can't, I can't get down because I'm thinking everything we've done leading up to that game gave us a nine-game winning streak, took us from obscurity to the fifth seed. So if we're going to stop and say, oh, my God, the sky is falling because we lost one game to the Hornets, as a fan, yes, you have the right to do that. But I'm looking at a bigger picture. We're 11 games over 500, guys. Do do y'all realize that every team in front of us except the Milwaukee Bucks, we have waxed their ass all year and quite a few teams underneath that in the Eastern Conference? Are the, the Sixers going to beat us in the season series this year? Nope, it's over. It's 2-2. The Celtics can't. Cleveland can't. We've done We've done it. Guys, you know what's scary? And I'm not going to get with it tonight because I want to hear my boy lot. Here's the weird thing, fellas. We're 11 games under 500, and we started out like shit. We was probably 11 games under 500 one time or another during this season. So, again, I can't look at – a hiccup, yes, they, they, 
They played poorly, guys. Let's just be real. They played poorly. Uh, the Hornets played way above their heads. They did it without Melo. And I told you guys this once before, because I watched the Hornets, they moved the ball so much better when Melo's not in the game. And they've had plenty of practice in doing it because he's constantly hurt. He missed the end of last season. He's missing the end of this season. He missed games during last season, games during this season. They seem to move the ball much better when he don't play. If I'm not mistaken, Dennis Smith Jr. might have had seven assists last night. I'd have to look it up. But this is what you get when you play them. I mean, eh. again, Steve, I can't get I can't get high. I can't get low. I, I'm just happy with what they're doing. You know, they they put it they put it together. They're they're sixth in offense. Who would have ever thought we'd be sixth in offense, guys? Really? And the defense that we play, I I'm to the point now, fellas that I may be really upset if we get eliminated in the first round. Because right. if you go against everything yeah. I've been talking all year, you know, right. everything I've said, it would go totally against what I said, the progression, the development, the upward mobility you're seeing this team, the, the slander we took from Nick fans. And to see us grow this quick, I would be kind of hurt. Where I wasn't that hurt, the year they lost to the Hawks, because I was like, man, this is the first time we've been in the playoffs in like eight, nine years. Okay, COVID. This year, guys, I, it may be a different song. I'm sorry. We got to get out the first round. So, on that note, I just want to hear what everybody else got to say. But let's not let's not worry about that one game, guys. We're 11 games over 500. Let's worry about catching Cleveland. Then again, to Steve's point, all right, all right. It's getting it's getting close, Steve. It's getting close home and away record is getting very close. So if you want the home court, then we got to catch Cleveland. Eh, and we played pretty good on the road. So we'll, we'll roll them dice when we get there. All right. Thank you very much, Dominic. Mr. Live, you know, um, Dom touched on some great points. Knicks are sixth in offense. I think we're actually fourth best in defense among everybody. Um, what are your thoughts and how are you feeling after the loss? Um, you know, you know what I'm saying? The dumb always calm, you know what I'm saying, rough waters and, and things. So, you know, um, and, but I, I can't, I was getting ready to come on. I'm I'm, I'm a still beef, though. I'm a, I'm a still beef, man. Um, you know, but, you know, I, I in, 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 in Dom's presentation, we, I had to remember what a joyous, uh, period and, and still is. To, to be a Knicks fan today, you know what I'm saying? I I, I smack everybody I see with with a, with a heart jersey, with a with a, with a Nick heart jersey. You know what I'm saying? Uh, with 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 a, with a new quickly joint. You know what I'm saying? Because that that's bandwagons. I want to, you know, I don't I want to see uh, Raymond Felton's. You know what I'm saying? I want to see David Lee's. I want to see I want to see struggle players, Chris Duhon. You know what I mean? So, um. But 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 again. Fritz, and, what about and, you know, Fritzy? Can we go to Fritzy? Oh oh no nah, no, nah, he still get no he, he don't get no love. But you know what? If you if you come <laughs> running with one, you come running with one, man. I may I may give you a donut. I may I may give you a donut. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Mr. E. Claire, you know what I'm saying? Francois, 
Eclair, you know what I mean? But um, so so I, I looked at this game, man, and, and the game was full of our before Brunson problems, right? Or before Brunson changing our culture problems, right? And and again, here, here it is: Brunson is not playing, and we revert. Uh, RJ is is, is is a silent vocal point, right? A focal point. Um, Randall is doing too much, right? Um, the bench is not doing enough, and, and, and Tibbs is the ringleader of most of the dysfunction. You understand what I'm saying? So let's go back to the double overtime, right? Where in in double in the second overtime, quickly is jumping up and down, head over heels like he done had two Red Bulls. Right, he's energetic. He's lively. Everything is, you know, what I'm saying. Randall is the. Everybody is, you know, it, it is a good time to be a Nick, right? You see them brothers in the second quarter of this, uh, of this, uh, uh, Hornets game with 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 no um, Lamelo, and they look like they just smoked eight blunts. Like like you could see Randall's left side of his jaw. He looked like he getting ready to have a stroke. And this is in the second quarter, right? Uh, 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 you know what I'm saying? Q, Q, quick, quickly is looking less energetic, right? There, there's, there's, you know, there's, there's, it's a lethargic situation, the whole whole thing. So my thing is, you got a team that 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 you know we playing so well that we looking up. The, this team right here is, is is lottery. They don't have they they star player. My thing is coach wise, this should have been adjustment. Okay, we, you know, we 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 played our best ball that game when Grimes and Deuce and and and, and Obi was out there, right? Probably because they had more energy. But let's let's just say like them brothers is, it was was chomping at the bit, ready to get in, you know, ready to play. Um, an example of, of this mismanagement is Grimes sits out the whole fourth quarter. And only comes back in at like the 58, 58 second mark after we down five or six. You know what I'm saying? Why? Why is he? Why is he not in there? Why? Why? Why couldn't you give quick a, a, a spurt, a stunt? Why? You know what I'm saying? Your, your best ball is, is has been played with two people that's on the bench right now, which is McBride and Obi, right? And you you bring you know what I'm saying? Like 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 Randall is done. Quickly is done. All right, um, um, uh, uh, you know, uh, scary Terry is running circles around all of them, and 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 Ubre, right, is is killing you right now. Not not to say that he's not a competent player, but I'm just saying what I'm saying is this kind of thing is what was wrecking my brain the beginning of the year. It's 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 kind of sim- symptomatic of Dan Tony, where. You know, a lot of the success is coming from the player, and not the coach, right? This is not this. You know what I'm saying? This is, for me, it's not a success that I could read into into Thibodeau so much. Not saying he don't get he don't he can't take any credit. You know what I'm saying? But what I'm saying is Brunson's Brunson's culture changing attitude because you can see quick because of Brunson. Both Quick and Randall are having damn near all-star stellar years. Randall, of course, but 
Quick is Quick is definitely going to be six man. He's definitely going to be six man of the year. So, you know, but you know, my thing is again, man, it's it's a a a a a habit of overplaying your players, man, and it's and I believe with these last 17, 16, 17 games left, um, I hope that he can rein it in and get these brothers some rest, man. So that's what I'm looking at. Again, I'm I'm loving this period of time. You know, Brunson, Brunson will be back in a little while, and, you know, things are, are shift back to normal. But um, we got to watch this dude Thibodeau, man. You know what I'm saying? He, he going to do – these brothers like he did he did uh 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 them brothers out in Chicago, man. You know what I'm saying? Like like he gonna run him down and by the time the playoffs get hit, like like our last uh playoff appearances, they gonna look a little tired, man. So you know. Let's 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 go, Knicks. Let's go. I'm I'm uh I'm 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 still here. <laughs> I'm still here. Let's go. Hey, hey Ab, can I try to ease Ab's I mean Live, let me ease live up a little bit before we go to coach. Live, yep, you yep. do realize, you do realize that there is no Nick in the top twenty-five in minutes played per game. Julius Randle is number twenty-five at at thirty-four and a half minutes a game. Obi Toppin okay. is getting fifteen minutes a game coming off the bench. He's seven feet a hundred, weighs two fifty, and he's averaging two rebounds. This is what you're mm-hmm. getting when you bring mm-hmm. these guys in. We, we, the bench got shrunk when quickly had to start. Okay, we, we got to suck that up. But when it comes to the minutes, guys, I think this is an overused narrative for Tom Thibodeau. And if I went over the list of some of the people that were averaging more minutes than Randall, you would, one of them is LeBron James, who's 39 years old, 38 years old, averaging more minutes than Julius Randall. We need to pump the brakes on that. No knock against my brother live. I'm just trying to help him. Get away from that bridge a little bit. We have a good nine, ten-man rotation. And if you look at the minutes these guys are getting other than quickly coming in, they're coming in to do a spell. They're not coming in to run the offense. They're giving the guys rest, and it's been working, guys. It's been working. We're 11 games over 500. But, again, you all know I'm a numbers guy. If you look at the numbers, no Nick is averaging – more than thirty-five minutes, and that's random. So we'll be we'll be fine live. I know what you mean, but we'll be fine. He's you got to give him credit. We beat his ass up when we were losing. You got to give him some credit. We got a good little rotation, and since we got hot, that rotation has gotten better. So let's let the minutes police do their thing, and let's let the Knicks do their thing. Thanks, thanks, thanks. Oh, no, no, don't. That's that's definitely, baby. I I I get your point. You know, I mean, as far as like the league is concerned, right? But Randall is definitely in the top ten, right? Top top ten in the league when it comes. No, no, he's twenty fifth. Randall 25th is twenty fifth. Twenty fifth. You sure about that, dog? In minutes played. Yep. It, it it's weird. I know it sounds crazy. But I, 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 but so, but, <laughs> but that ain't matter that night though, brother. 
know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't want I don't want to kick the 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 the, the, the dead my my dead horse, right? But that man with both both him and and most of the team was gas, man. And and we were up when 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 he took those you know when when Quake, I mean uh McBride and and uh Obi and everything. And I and I give, I give you Obi, man. I I think Obi is a bust. You know what I'm saying? Like like we we can we can call him what we call him. That dude is a bust. You know what I'm saying? So um but but I I hope you know what I'm saying I still believe that these these dudes are over overplayed you know what I'm saying and 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 in these kind of critical adjustments you know what I'm saying I don't see him looking him seeing that and and maybe that might be Randall like yo I got it coach I got it coach you know what I'm saying whatever whatever but um you know you you know what I'm saying I I I I, I get you you know what I'm saying if he if you saying he's twenty and not ten you know in the league then. It is what it is, but um, especially for all stuff. But um, yeah, we that's need what it more is. From Obi Toppin, guys, let's just keep it real. We need more from this kid. I don't care if he's playing twelve minutes or eight minutes. He has to do more, and he's just not. He's very ineffective. He's got two left feet when it comes to playing defense, and he's giving you two rebounds a night at six nine two twenty. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. Yeah, no, 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 no. He, we, we, we definitely need more. And, and like I said, I think you know, we can talk about this further, man. But I, I think all we really is, is a, is a three and D, you know, six, eight, six, nine kind of player, athletic. I think that's all we need. I don't think we need a, a, a superstar, right? Because I mean, all, all that superstar talk we, 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 we was talking about with, with a spider, um, we right there where, 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 where he at, and his team is at. So. Where's the need, right? And I mean, you know, again, we need some. We we need clutch, and, and Randall only has come, become with that with that overtime shot. Ooh, we we ain't talking about that overtime shot, but um, um, you know, we we need somebody um on on that on that three and D side with with a little bit more consistency than than RJ, and and we there, man. We a right. championship team. So. All right. Uh, um. Well, you know what? You mentioned you brought that up. Let's bring it on to Coach Chris. Coach Chris, how did you feel? Like, what did you see in that Miami game, that overtime game when Randall hit that shot? And you know, what are you, you know, what are you seeing out of, you know, out of the progress over this nine-game stretch now that the streak is over? Well, first I want to apologize because I think the last time I was on the show, I was running my mouth crazy about Emmanuel quickly. Maybe a couple months ago. Maybe not even the last time, but just a couple months ago. Because the beginning of the season, he wasn't doing nothing at all. And um, he's really – he's had me pleasantly surprised with what he's been doing uh, over the past two months. Um, I really think that he's gained a ton of confidence, and whether that be, you know, whether he's learning from the guys that are there. I think Brunson, the addition of Brunson, helped everybody. Um I saw somebody say that this was the biggest free agency signing since Kevin Durant went to Golden State. And that's huge for that's somebody to say. Crazy. I can't remember who said it. Can't Keep remember who said it, but it, but when you think about it, though, right? Think about how vastly improved our team looks this year compared to the last two or three years. The ball moves a lot better. He controls every aspect of the game on the offensive side. Um, I think it, it was a great addition bringing him in. We really did a good job on that one. Now, as far as what I've seen, the the addition of Josh Hart. Right, because we brought him in 
and we're giving him a significant amount of playing time. We basically traded him for a guy that was doing absolutely nothing for us. So now we went from maybe a six or seven guy rotation because we were iffy about those eight or nines. Now we go to a pretty much strong nine guy rotation, whether he's coming off the bench or he's starting, however they, they want to go with that game. I know he can play both sides. Um, the addition of what he's brought, he's been a solid player since he's got there. And I think we were undefeated when he got there until this last game. I mean, he has been just a great addition. He doesn't try to do too much, and he really put, he knows how to play within his game. You know, a lot of guys just want to do something they saw or somebody else did or keep up with something. Nah, he plays within his game. He knows what he can do. He knows what he can't do. He's not going to try to do too much, and I think he's a great fit for what Coach Tibbs likes to bring. I was upset about losing to the Hornets. I'm not going to lie, because out of all the damn teams we played and beat, <laughs> we lose losing to the Hornets. And I'm, going, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not even going to lie to you. I watch. Thank you, Coach, because no. I'm glad I ain't the only one to feel that way. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> Listen, man, and I'm not going to lie to you. I, I watch basketball left and right, right? Like, this is basically what I do. If I'm working from home, I got the TV on and watching reruns of games, whatever college basketball, NBA, I'm watching Euro League, G League, whatever. I haven't watched a ton of the Charlotte Hornets this year. Only time the Charlotte Hornets will come on my TV is if my girl is over and she thinks pretty boy Oubre has something. To, and that's the only time that Hornets are coming on because she put it on. All right? Oh, man. I'm, I'm not a, a LaMelo ball fan. I'm not a fan of any of the balls, right? All I hear is LeVar Ball talk about genetics, this and that, how his kids, he specifically chose his wife to, well, he didn't choose genetics that great because none of his kids got good legs. But wow. Neither here nor there. Back to the Knicks. What I, had, what I did see uh, since the All-Star break, Quentin Grimes' confidence has been through the roof. We all saw that, that uh, was, I, I still call it the rookie-sophomore game, whatever it is. The Rising Stars Challenge. He was going bananas. The only person playing better than him was Alvarado, right? I mean, he was hitting almost all of his shots. He, he went crazy. And I thought from there he was going to come into these next few games and go crazy. Now, I understand him and Hart kind of play the same position. You, you can alternate, switch, you know, from the one to the two to the three. Um, but I think – He's had to take a step back because Hart is getting. I think Hart is playing more minutes than Grimes right now. What's been disappointing me is RJ Barrett. Except for this last this last game, I mean the Boston game, he went crazy. Like three of them went crazy. It was quickly Randall and Barrett. They went bananas. If we can get that consistently, great. But he hasn't been consistent. I just don't get. I don't get excited when I see RJ Barrett, and it's probably because everybody's had high expectations of him. I had a feeling when he was coming out of high school, you know, he was the number one guy going into college. He went in with other, you know, top five players. Um, he just seemed too laid back. He didn't seem to be like that guy. And I was kind of worried, but I thought maybe, you know what, sometimes pressure buzz pipes and some guys step up to it. I thought maybe he would step up. I just haven't seen him just do what everyone's expected him to do with a, with a top five pick. Like right? we always have these high expectations for top five picks. Julius Randle's confidence, you can't even measure it right now. I mean, in his head, he's MVP right now. 
which is phenomenal, right? Because you, you, everybody, we all played the game. When you step on the court, you can't in your mind think somebody's better than you. We've all played against guys that were better than us. We still got to go at them and bust their ass. In Julius Randle's mind, every night he's the best player. And that's what we've been seeing out of him these past probably 20 games. I do think, you know, we can't win every game. <laughs> Excuse me. There's nobody in the history of basketball has gone undefeated in the NBA. But I do think we kind of ran out of gas. We had a, a young Hornets team that was excited. You know, everybody was trying to break the streak. I'm not going to say, like, it was just too much for us, but, you know, eventually we were going to have to lose, right? It was going to have to be to somebody. Unfortunately, it happened to be to these guys. The Miami game, if you look at it, not just the, the energy you put on the court, but these emotional games, like these, these tight games, like they play with your head, man, when you've been in these positions. The crucial times, you're mentally exhausted after Miami game. You're mentally exhausted after that Boston game. Even the 76ers games. You just you got these teams that you know are supposed to be better, or they have this star play, or have that person, and it's crucial games and these minutes, and, and you're, you're clamping down, and you come out with these wins, and you hit the shot when your adrenaline hits, and when you stop, you're done. And I think this this kind of just what we ran into is just we just didn't have enough. Like I said, eventually we was gonna have to lose, but. Hey, I like the ball movement. I like the defense. And if you see them on the floor, watch both of their hands, right? Like most guys in the back, in the forwards in the center positions, both of their hands are up. And this is what I taught the kids too. Point to the ball and point to your defender. So they're always pointing to where the ball is and they're pointing to, to their defender. Watch their hands as they move around. And they're constantly talking. I think that's great because that really helps the guys up front when they're playing defense to know who's where. It's great. I love it. I'm still upset about the Hornets game, but like I said, I, I agree. I think it was Don who said it. I would be greatly upset if we lost in the first round. I do think that I'm confident enough to say that we should at least get into the second round this year. All right. Thank you very much, Coach Chris. Steve, who else do we got on the line here? No, it's just us. It's, it's us five. It's just us five. Well, well, because, you know, I, I'm looking ahead. You know, obviously, the Knicks, you know, the Knicks, you know, they're not going on the road. You know, they're 20 and 12 on the road. They, you know, they're heading to Sacramento. Um, should be a game we should be winning, especially since we're so much better on the road this year. So, Steve, to you, you know, what do you expect out of, out of a, a, first, the game against Sacramento, and then, of course, the rest of this road trip? And, you know, what would be acceptable to you to come out of this road trip? Remember, we've got Sacramento, the Clippers, the Lakers, then Portland and then we'll return home for Denver on the 18th. Arguably, that hard, the hardest game, you said Sacramento, the Clippers, the Lakers, and Portland, it's a four-game trip? Correct. Yo, to be quite honest with you, this is going to, if you haven't watched the NBA this year, the hardest team probably of the four is the Sacramento game. Mm-hmm. I've had, yep. I think I, I've asked, I actually asked somebody in a tweet maybe a week ago, two weeks ago. And and this is the – I'll put it you – know, I'm going to put this out to you basketball guys, man. This, I'm, I'm going to just put it back out there. To answer your question, Av, three out of, let's, let's go for three out of four. Let's, 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 let that mm-hmm. be the goal. Even if we mm-hmm. split 50-50, I wouldn't be happy about it, but it's like, okay, 500, okay. It's four, four, four gigs on the West Coast. Sacramento, um, this is almost a mirror – 
image of who we are, and that's who they are at out west. Basically, I asked a question uh, to all you guys uh, on Twitter. Nobody really gave me a straight answer. They kind of ducked it. They kind of dodged it. Uh, the last two Fridays, they played the Clippers. It was two of their better games of the year, especially that double overtime game that was like 176 to 175 in L.A., and then there was another game the following Friday in Sacramento. I'm gonna ask, I'm gonna ask you, be straight up with me. You, you, you could be biased or try to be objective. Who has the better softball duo? Is it Fox and Sabonis or is it Randall and Brunson this season? And also, they actually this, these are the, the the two head coaching candidate uh, head coach uh, of the year candidates, and Mike Brown and, and Thibodeau, in my opinion. So that's my question. I'm gonna just pass it back to you guys. I wonder if somebody could answer that question. Don, I mean, uh, who who do you think is the better duo this season, Fox, the Fox well, and Sabonis, uh, or or Brunson and Randall? Because the records are not that this, far off. I'd love to hear all you guys' answers on this. You, you know what? This is not me being biased, but this is but but for me, it's it's very easy. Julius Randall and Jalen Brunson over Sabonis and Fox. The um, just look at what the Nick. Just look at how that you know that duo works and what it is able to produce on both sides of the ball. Not to say that, that, that um, Fox and Sabonis aren't good, because they are. They're, and really, if you think about it, like you just said, the Kings are almost like a mirror image of the Knicks in terms of where we, where we both were to where we both are now. Um, and, and so, you know, I give the Knicks the slight edge, because also, in my opinion, the Knicks have the better team, um, you know, between the two of them. They've already met um, back in December, you know, at Madison Square Garden. The Knicks took took care of them quite handily, one twelve to ninety nine. But you know, and for some reason, the Knicks do just much better on the road. So I, I I'm looking at that as you know, the better duo, being the Knicks duo, will you know will will um, be better than the Fox and Savonis duo. Also because we do have an okay Alfred. So we have a third left-hander that can actually do some damage in, in R.J. Barrett. Who, you know, we, we've been we've been dogging him for the last couple of weeks, but he has, in an in effect, inefficient way. But he still is doing. He's still performing. I wish he would stop taking so many crazy jump shots and so many awkward shots. But hey, you know, you have to win some, you lose some. We were winning nine games straight with him doing it, so you know, I guess you can get away with it. But when we're losing, then you know that can't happen. But um, Dom, better duo, Sabonis so Fox. Brunson Randall. Ah, me and Steve discussed this. I, I think, to be fair, I think Sacramento wins it. Because if you match them up side by side, Sabonis versus Randall, Sabonis is getting less points. He's shooting better, getting as many rebounds and far more assists. And the thing with Sabonis is when you look at the King, and, and Steve brought up a great point. You look at the King's roster. They got at least three guys other than those two that'll get you double digits in a heartbeat. Herder, Monk, Harrison Bond. So that's where Sabonis' points go down because they have some pretty good-ass shooters. Here's the weird thing, guys. We almost got the identical record. I think we played more games than them, so I think that's why we have more losses. Yeah, we played a few more games than them. But we got 39 wins, they got 38. They got less losses than us. But 
I'd have to go and to be just fair. And then when you take Fox, you know, he's, he's, he's been this way, guys. We could, we could do the comparison with him and Brunson this year, but Fox has been this way forever. I remember when everybody said we should trade to get him. So even as a Knicks fan, and I have to be fair, I have to give the edge to, to, to Sacramento. But I'd like to ask the audience a question that me and Steve discussed. Steve seems to believe, if I, if I get this right, Steve, me and Steve seem to believe that Grimes shoots better when somebody is checking him, but he can't, he can't score when he's by himself or hit a shot, an outside shot. Are we exaggerating or because I'm watching it like a hawk now, Steve, every time he's wide open and he misses, I want to text you and say, what the fuck? But, yeah. <laughs> it makes no sense. It makes no sense. But when they're all over him, he makes right, it. Guys? It's crazy. Yeah. I know um, we ain't the only one seeing this, Steve. It, it could be just the just the reps he's getting at practice. You know, he's probably making making quickly guard him or something like that. Or, you know, in practice he's getting guys to guard him to you know to take that shot, and he's and he's got more you know more confidence when somebody in front of him as opposed to him being you know at center stage wide open. Um, but I did notice that at first I was saying no, that's a little bit of an exaggeration because I've seen him hit open shots. But now that you come to think about it. Mm, that does. There is a little bit of merit to that. So, and you know, now, now every one of us are going to be watching. The, you know, the Sacramento game. We're going to be doing the same mm-hmm. exact thing. Looking at, look, we're going to be in a group chat on, on the, uh, on, you know, tomorrow night, and we're going to be like, he did it again. And yeah, but uh, Mr. Live, yeah, your assessment: better left-handed southpaw um, duo, the Pierre Fox and Sabonis. Or Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle. Right, I got I got to give it to our, 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 our tribe, our people. You know what I'm saying? All, only only because um, on the court, Randle be giving Sabonis the business every time, like every time, like like he be giving it to that dude. Not that Sabonis don't don't have his moments, but Randle be giving it to that dude. Like like especially I think it was a year where. The bonus had either I think he got a big check or or he he got some some type of accolades over over uh Randall but but Randall be giving it to that dude every time so you know what I'm saying but and um again De'Aaron Fox has always been like this really underrated uh excellent dude you know what I'm saying I, I'm not too sure why you know because his, his his PG stats are 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 extraordinary you know what I'm saying but um. You know, as Dom said, this year I, it, it might be a push. You know, and we'll see. We're gonna. It's gonna be a good thing because if you know, we'll see how well because uh, Brunson's quirky jerky thing gonna have that man with three fouls early. So you know what I'm saying? Um, and they might not put they might not put um put put Diamond on 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 him early or or, or for you know any time any real significant time. But that definitely the. the I'm giving our boys the push, and and that's only because um, Randall, I, I Randall be busting, uh, uh, he be giving it the bonus, of course, yeah, yeah, and and you know what? That's kind of another reason that I failed to mention. Um, you know, matchup for matchup wise, I feel like 
Randall, you know, just eats Sabonis to death. Um, mm-hmm. And just about every encounter, you know, since he's been a Nick. And great point to that, Mr. Lab. So, Coach Chris, to you, your um, – and, and before I go to you, Coach Chris, I just wanted to make a note. I'm looking at the injury report. You know, Jalen Brunson still a game-time decision. De'Aaron Fox is also going to be a game-time decision tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. we may not see the duos go at it. We just might see Sabonis go up against Randall. So, but, Coach Chris, to you, better southpaw matchup, du- uh, um, duo matchup. Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle, DeMontis Sabonis, and De'Aaron Fox. No, 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 no. You. The, no. The question was a better southpaw duo this season. It's not for this particular yeah. game. It's for this season. First, first, I want to get to the point with Dime said about Quentin Grimes making shots with people on him. Oh, um, yeah. That's not, just, that's not just him. That is a Coach Kelvin Sampson attribute right there. If you look at all the dudes that have played for that man, it is similar situation. We had another dude that used to do shit like that. Remember Damian Dotson? Was didn't do nothing unless somebody was guarding him. Remember that? He was just with us a couple years ago. And they had that point guard a couple years ago. I can't remember his name, little dude. I say little, but he was like six feet, who was a complete killer. Only when people were guarding him. Uh so there was a Kelvin who? You're talking about Alfred Payton, aren't you? No, 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 no. No. Didn't play for, didn't yeah, play he couldn't for, have been talking about was, Payton. <laughs> no, 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 no. He had, there was a dude that played. There was a dude that played at University of Houston. He played with with uh, Damian Dotson. He was in the backcourt with him. Other, was, it, was it Trier? Oh, man, we gonna have somebody gonna have to Google that one for me while I'm while I'm talking, but. It was it was the starting point guard when Damian Dawson was at Houston. He was a destroyer only when people guarded him. I mean, he went crazy in the Big East tournament when they were in the Big East. Or the AAC. I'm sorry, AAC tournament. Um, but anyway, who's the be- I, honestly, who's the better left-handed duo? I'm going to say it's a tie. I am a huge <laughs> man. Of oh, man. Listen, man. Answer that question, Fox, bro. <laughs> Fox has been good consistently since he's gotten to the NBA, right? <laughs> he has been overlooked for the last five years. He, Fox has always been that guy in Sacramento. They have never had a mm-hmm. team around that man to do anything. This is why nobody's just hearing about him until now, because they, they were trash. They were almost talking about getting rid of that man. Mm. But Jalen Brunson, we've been saying this for a while. Two national championships. We saw what he did at Villanova. We were, we were still baffled as to why that man was even coming off the bench at any point in Dallas. Because they didn't have nobody that could match on the side of Luka. I understand they, um, Spencer did what he was doing, right, but it wasn't the perfect mess. Brunson held that team down in Dallas. And now he's, he's bringing all of those attributes to New York, and it has been phenomenal fit. As far as Randall and Sabonis, listen, Sabonis has been good too. We can't, we can't sit here and act like Sabonis has been trash. Sabonis is playing for some trash teams. He's always been good. Now you got him on a team. When he was, in, he was doing this with the Pacers. You put him on a team. Now they're bringing attention because they're breaking this drought. 16 years this team has been trash. Now, you put these two guys together, they're putting them on the map, right? Now everybody's going crazy over Sacramento. If we're talking about this year, we know 
They got two All-Stars. We got 1.5 because we all feel Brunson should have been in that damn All-Star game over Pascal Siakam or whoever the hell freaking guys was filling in here. Or even, even uh, what's this trash dude from Memphis, the big dude, Triple J? Listen, Brunson was putting in more work than these dudes. I can't sit here and say one is better than the other. I equally like both left-hand duos. It's just the way it is, man. I don't know if I'm going to allow – I'm, I'm going to keep on allowing, so I think we're going to have to vote for you, bro. We're, all, we're just going to say that the, that the Knicks duo won just because uh, me and Live definitively – yeah, I'm just going to say that. And I, 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 I'll hold the deciding vote on that one. But, Av, it is a fake, but, it's but a great what, question. See, when, I put that, when I put that on social media, you see how many people kind of Euro-stepped around it. They kind of dodged it. They put some matrix on it because, you know, with the bullet. It's because it's a fair the, question. It's, you know, and, and the code gets credit, man. It's a, it's, a, it's a good question, man. And, and like, if you – those they, they, they are four of the same players. For real, except for Brunson, which what? you know who's coming on right now. Like, man, it's that's that's not an easy question. Man. It's not. It's really not. And it's really not easy question. It isn't. Questions. We gotta make them tough. Make them tough. Go ahead. Uh, let me. But you know what? But, but but Steve, but Steve, but the reason why that people on Twitter will, will will dance around that question is because either a they don't watch enough NBA games, you right? Know, to, you right. Know, to keep right. up with if you, you know with the Kings. Or two, like you just said, they're really, you, you know, they are kind of interchangeable. You know, mm-hmm. I, you know, I, mm-hmm. I think Randall is much better than Sabonis. I think he's worlds better than Sabonis. But the, but the Aaron Fox and and Jalen Brunson, they do kind of mirror each other a little bit. I mean, right. I think that Brunson, well, you know, is, is more up and coming. But I agree. But I agree with Live and with Coach Chris saying that De'Aaron Fox is probably one of the most underrated well, point guards in this league. So yeah, okay, let yeah. me say this real quick. I want to go back to that game we played them in December. Um, Julius was twenty-seven and, and eight in twenty-seven minutes. Sabonis had a double-double. He had twenty and twelve in I think uh, more minutes. But here's the crazy thing about this comparison is. De'Aaron has more a better scoring average than Brunson and the better assist average, where Randall has the better points average. But just outside of that, Sabonis has better rebounds, better assists, and slightly few, uh, higher turnovers. And then, and I know we're running out of time, so I'm gonna, uh, I want to put this question out, especially for Dom, because our whatever the best Nick win this year, I don't know if y'all would say Miami. I'll probably say the Boston game on Sunday. Dom, I really want you to answer this question. Is that win in Boston, the double overtime, better than the the double overtime win the Kings did two Fridays ago in L.A. when they pretty much lost that game three, four times if you watched it? The game they were in L.A. Yeah. The 176-175 game. So I, I just want to ask you, you know, anybody you know, answer that on their final thoughts. Who had the better win, the Knicks win, double over, overtime win in Boston or the Kings double overtime win in LA two Fridays ago, and that's and I'll leave it at that. And if you want to take us to final thoughts, or if anything else you have after that, that that'll that'll be. You know what the difference is, Steve? More people saw the Knicks the geographic, like us folks on the East right. Coast. But right. That that LA, that California game that was incredible. But I will say, I think. 
versus Heat game and the manner in which they won that game. That's that's the instant classic so far for me. Okay. I have to go with that because double overtime, they took leads, we took leads, they came back, we came back, the whole nine yards. But I will say this, guys, when it comes to that comparison, if you look at Sabonis' statistics, he's shooting 61 from the field, 36 from three. Mm. With seven assists. Mm. So, on that note, I am not knocking Randall. I just think Sabonis is a better all-around player at this point. That's all. It's a fair question. You got to look at the entire escape, man. I'm telling you, Dom, thank you. Okay, hold on. But hold on, Steve. Hold on, Steve. Now we're just changing. But now we're changing the question again, because yeah. the original question was who's just the better duo. Now, if we wanted to say which one's the best all-around duo or the best all-around player out of the four, then then yeah, I would have to side with Dom because I think that Sabonis is you know the more all-around player because no, he does no, defend no, his no, position no, no, well. No, the question, no, the question is still the same. I said the best duo this season is it Randall and. And Brunson, or is it Fox and Sabonis? He just he just he just put Sabonis as far as the statistics. Like he just put he framed it so you guys understand why the question is framed that way. As far as what Sabonis brings oh, to the table, uh, and, and 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 I'm and I'm responding to that to, 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 to that statement because at the same time. The reason why I'll still say that it's still um, Randall and Brunson is because you've seen Randall and Brunson more often than you've seen Sabonis and, and Fox. Fox has been in and out of the lineup, you, you know, pretty much all season long. You know, he, he was—he didn't even play the game that, uh, um, at the Garden back in December. So that should just tell you that you know that, that you know consistency and you know durability does play a factor, and that's why I, I'll go um, more well, Randall I mean, Brunson. He's only than played four fewer Brunson. games than Brunson. Brunson's only played four more yeah, games. It's not that much. He still played fifty-seven games, guys. Yeah, it's not like you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, can I can I add just one more piece on that, right? By all means. Remember when remember remember when they remember when they was they they were talking about trading Randall real crazy, and 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 that 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 trade for some bonus went down. I was I was asking around should we should we do that? You know what I'm saying? It was like uh, uh, power forward or power forward. Some bonus is some bonus is the better player, man. It's just that uh, Randall be killing that dude. Like if we talking about just on the court continuity contribution, you know, um, I, I I would love to see what what how many turnovers Sabonis got. You know, what I'm saying I probably probably turn it over way less. Um, but he might no, he not. He don't handle the ball as much as uh, Randall. But no, it's again, yes, yeah, Sabonis is a good player, man. Like I, you know, it, it's a it's a it's a hard question, man. I mean, like, cause you got to know what you're talking about if you you know to, to even. Give a give a really 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 good answer to that. So yeah. Well, to that thought, let's go around for final thoughts. Um, Dom, lead lead the way, please. One, I'm, I'm excuse me, I'm with Steve. Let's hope we get three out of four in this West Coast West Coast swing. If not, if we go 500, we come home still 11 games over 500. So there's light at the end of the tunnel, guys. It's, it's buckle up time now, though. If we want to, don't, let's not get too comfortable. The last time we had an eight-game winning streak, we came back and lost, I think, five or six in a row. Let's not let right. that happen. Right. Let's, not, let's right. not act like we're in the playoffs. 
Let's, right. let's push to the playoff. Let's not get lazy. Let's not get lackadaisy. And let's push this going home and let's stay out of that play. And on that note, you know I love you guys. Steve, keep up the great work, brother. You know I love you, man. Let's keep it going, fellas. Shout out to you, Don Donato DP. And be on those spaces to hear we chop it up with the Knicks fans, man. Shout out to Don, man. Yeah, I'm no longer invited to those things anymore. Uh, <laughs> I'm waiting for the Knicks live. Your, your final thoughts on that one. We, we might need to yeah. that Kings game. I need a space after that Kings game. We might have to. We might have to just so we can point out the, you know, that Grimes conspiracy of whether he can only shoot the ball when when he's guarded. So that's you know, just for shits and giggles. But Mr. Live, your final thoughts, sir. Right. So yeah, uh, Grimes is, is is a way better pressure shooter than than a standstill one. Let's go. Um, uh, you know, again, man, we need we need these four, man. I'm, I'm going fifty fifty. Um. The, the, the man, all of these is really quirky, man. Like, like, like the easiest might be the Lakers, and and they playing, they they killing themselves trying to get in the playing. So all of these is gonna be real crazy, man. Um, um, but I'm looking for fifty fifty. You know, I want to go. Yeah, obviously, I don't want to lose any man, but um, I can't even I can't even call which one of these is easy. None of them are easy, man. This is gonna be a really interesting um situation, man. But I'm going fifty fifty, man. Um, let's go, man. Let's let's go, man. Get, get, you know, give Thibodeau some 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 uh, uh, scheduling help, minutes help. He need help on minutes. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? Go Knicks. And just for public service announcement, as Mr. Lab will always say, no new fresh crispy jerseys. No crispy Nick. Yeah, I Francois uh, Eclair joints only. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see, no, you know what? I want to see some old Channing Fry jerseys. That's how bad, yes, that's, that's how that's cool I want about. to go. That's what I'm talking about, you know? Uh, uh, Mo- right. Moochie right. Norris. Let me get a Moochie Norris, Norris one. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Coach Chris, Coach Chris, your final thoughts, sir? Uh, I think we can go three out of four out of these next four games. I think the Clippers game will probably be the hardest game until we come back home and play Denver. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Robert Gray is the point guard I was thinking about that played with Damian Dotson. Look him up. He was a great college mm-hmm. player. Um, I just want to say thank you to Jim Beheim for everything mm-hmm. that he's done. Uh, he's been coaching longer than I've been alive. And, guys, uh, I know this has nothing to do with the Knicks, but – if you're checking out the news, check out what happened with Sean Kemp. Not great news, but he's a Hall of Famer. I know we all grew up watching this dude. Oh, damn. Check that out. And, uh, yeah, go Knicks. What happened to Sean Kemp? Yeah, what happened to Sean Kemp? Yeah. What happened to Sean Kemp? Sean Kemp just got booked on a drive-by shooting uh, earlier today. What? Yeah, come on. Yeah, man. They got him. He, he he got in his uh, inner job, Moran, or some shit. What the fuck is going on, man? <laughs> I don't know, man. You know Yo, what it is? He saw that, that video. Too, <laughs> he saw that video, and and, and and Kemp was like, "Fuck that! Hold my beer! I'm the rain <laughs> man, bitch! I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna OG this place." That's great. Hey, Av, hey, before we go, y'all heard Kevin Durant got hurt in warmups. 
No. Yes, we did. I just, I, I just saw the video. Wow. Wow. That's I just crazy. saw the video. He, he was coming, swooping to the basket and rolled his ankle going for a layup. Oh, my God. That dude. Oh, crazy. Uh, Anyway, Steve, any more final thoughts you want to add before I go? Yeah, I'll be real quick. Yeah, I'll be real quick, uh, boss man. Uh, if you set up that space for after sometime this weekend, let me know. Definitely love to chop some Knicks up uh, later in the weekend. Um, listen, we owe the Clippers. Remember, they stole a game from us when we had it one, oh. two hit that three. We owe them for that, and then the Lakers came and we beat us. But yo, are we going to see a, a revenge? Cam Reddish game, uh, Mr. Live? Is he going to go for 40? Ooh, yeah, I was getting ready to say, yeah, that Cam. That, <laughs> man, we got to watch out. He ain't been doing oh, too man. bad out there, man. Watch it. You're going to, you're going to, Nick Twitter's going to go crazy. Don's going to be pissed, man. Hey, Cam Reddish, hey, I got like 42. <laughs> Jesus, Yo, Steve, you know what? 42 is a rat. It's a rat. I'll have to go into hiding if. If that happens, I'll have to go into hiding because I know that there are a bunch of freaking dudes that are, you know, just waiting to just, like, egg my house if Reddish goes oh, off. Oh, man. Me, well, well me, me and you, Ev, because I, I, I <laughs> called him a, a, a sure bum. I, I called him a, a with my life, I called him a bum a hundred times. I was like, yeah, he, he's just not clutch. He's, he's just not, when the lights is on, he gets shivered, and it's like, he 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 like uh remember Van Horn Keith Van Horn he yeah gonna give you fifty one yeah, game and he's gonna give, give you two every other game you know what I'm saying hey, wow I I I hope we can keep that dude to like eleven points man that that's it that's it well uh, Don you were saying something we'll before we'll, we wrap it up hold yeah, on Don you were saying yeah we're gonna do the me and my son's gonna do the trifecta. We're going to go check out spring training. The 22nd, we're going to Miami. The 23rd, we're going to Orlando. The 24th, I'm coming home. So if any of y'all are in Florida, (laughs) give me a holler. That's dope. Yeah, that's dope. I'd love to go. Um, Yeah, that's it for my final question. Let's try to get three out of four, Av, and then I'll pass it back to you, man. Blee blue and I eat naranja. Azul y naranja, as always. Uh, I'm going to say three out of four as well. Um, I'll be okay with 50, you know, 500, um, but it would be really nice if we get all four because we do have revenge games there with the, both the two L.A. teams. And, you know, I really want to shut up, you, you know, these Cam Reddish, um, uh, you know, uh, followers, <laughs> disciples, whatever you want to call them. Um, I would really like to have that game and, 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 like, really just, like, slam the door on him. And I hope that Josh Hart goes off for, like, 37. Um, mm, that's just mm. me, but anyways, folks, mm. um, my final thoughts is that, you know, we don't win them all, but we won a lot. And as, as been, as been explained on this fan forum right here, we're 11 games over 500. We're in the fifth seed. We're like a game and a game and a half away from the fourth seed from the Cleveland Cavaliers. So depending on how you want to look at it, the Knicks are balling. The Knicks yeah. are, are playing meaningful basketball. In the month of March, heading into April, and we are playing for not just playoff positioning. We are playing for pride. We are playing for respect. We're playing for legitimacy. And if you're not a proud Knicks fan, I, I implore you, turn in your, your orange and blue stuff right now to the nearest um, Salvation Army because there's going to be a real Knicks fan out there who will wear it. Because until then, until you realize – 
that this team is balling and this team is finally being what we wanted them to be, obviously we want them to be better. Well, they are what we wanted them to be. And, yes, I, I agree with the fact that we cannot just go out in the first round. We need to go to the second. And, hell, they need to make us believe that we can go to the conference finals. But one game at a time. Let's see how this West Coast trip goes. Until then, Nickelback Ave on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Sangre Azul, all day, every day, 365. Check out the rink. Check out the return of the dugout. And until, until next week, Nickelback Ave signs out. Leave blue. A finger to the rest, here we go for the next. It's like a finger to the rest, here we go for the next. It's like a finger to the rest, here we go for the next. It's like Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Blee blue, blee blue, blee blue, blee blue, blee blue, blee blue.